Welcome to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. This is a podcast where we learn intentional ways how to become an emotionally healthy mom and break destructive patterns so we can build a closer relationship with our children. My goal here is to educate you on how you can leave an emotionally healthy legacy with your children. Hello, hello. Welcome back, mamas. Today we'll be talking about our mindset and how we think will affect how we feel, how we feel will affect how we behave, how we behave will affect the relationships around us. All right, so let's go deeper into this topic because to me, I feel like mindset is extremely important. And if we want to have a different relationship with our kids, a positive relationship, a close relationship with us, and we want to be more patient with them, we really have to change our mindset about certain things. Uh, Mindset can make a huge, huge difference in how we feel about the other person and individual. I remember when I was going to therapy, one of the things my therapist wanted to talk to me about is automatic negative thoughts. So many times we have negative thoughts that come to us about a situation and they're just automatic. We don't even have to invite them in. They just happen. And the example she gave me was if you were at the gym and you uh, were walking to, you know, the locker room and then you see your best friend who is walking by and she just like totally did not look at you. She saw you coming, but she seemed like she ignored you and she walked by without saying anything and you like waved at her you wanted to talk to her but she completely ignored you and then you go back to the locker room and you're thinking what the heck is she mad at me what did I do what is her problem like I don't remember doing or saying anything she's such a drama queen or whatever it might be the negative thoughts they come you don't even have to invite them they just come to you that's the thought process. That is what I'm thinking. So then what am I feeling? I'm starting to feel resentful and bitter. I'm starting to feel anger maybe. And so then that will affect my behavior, how I will behave around her next time, right? So maybe next time I will give her some attitude in return. Well, because she gave me attitude. She didn't say hi. So you know what? I'm gonna ignore her next time myself, you know? And then that will affect my relationship with her, you know, for better or for worse, you know, most likely for worse. (laughs) But what if we change our thoughts? What if we give the person the benefit of the doubt that their intentions were not what we thought they were? Or what if we call our friend later and say, hey, I saw you at the gym today and you just walked by me. I just wondering, is everything okay? You didn't even wave at me or anything. And her response would be, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I had a migraine. It was so bad. I could barely function and walk. I didn't notice anybody. I just needed to get out of there as soon as possible. I'm sorry. I didn't even notice, you know, that you were there. You know, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to ignore you. What is our thought process then? You know, so when 
our feelings completely change about the situation, correct? So if we, let's say we address the issue that way, instead of focusing on our negative thoughts, we start feeling compassion for her instead of feeling bitterness and resentment. That will affect how we behave around her and that will affect our relationship with her. So the way we think our mindset about something, which is the way we think about something, has tremendous impact on our relationship with other people. How I want to touch on this when it comes to our kids and, um, and how they behave, the mindset that I needed to change in myself was that every time a human misbehaves, there's a reason why. When I grew up, maybe you experienced this too, when a child is misbehaving, you punish them. You just force them to behave, right? You never even, I don't know, did your parents ever ask you, okay, you're having a hard time listening to mom right now. Do you want to tell me what's going on? It was never, it's like, your child is bad. That's why they're misbehaving. They are a sinner. They're trying to, you know, resist you. So they're bad and they're misbehaving. And then your mindset and your thinking process around this is I got to spank that out of them. I got to force that out of them. And I need to force them to behave me, be, behave to me because that's what needs to be done, right? My kids have to obey me. The thing is, yes, they still need to obey, but the mindset has a lot to do with how you approach the situation and how you handle the situation. And then it will affect your relationship with your kid. So my mindset shift had to change when I learned that how our brain works. And I will quickly touch on that again today, because if you're not listening to the podcast in order, you will not know what I mean. Um, how our brain works is that we have our thinking brain. It's like right behind our forehead. And that is the part of the brain that is um, makes positive choices, logical thinking. It uh, helps us make good decisions. And that's when we problem solve. That's when we behave well, when we are in our thinking brain. Then we have our emotional part of the brain that is further back in that middle part of the brain. That is when we are overwhelmed, frustrated, irritated, stressed, when we are hungry, when we're tired, we're in that part of the brain and that part of the brain is not able to make positive choices. So when we shift to that part of the brain, that's when we say things that we don't really mean. That's when we over-exaggerate. That's when we cannot see another person's perspective. We can only see our perspective about the situation and we can focus only on our needs. We cannot focus on other people or make any positive choices. And then there was survival part of the brain is around the brainstem. That part of the brain, that's when your little one is having a full-blown tantrum. That part of the brain is developed fully when they are born. So that's why babies cry when they need something because it comes across, that part of the brain is developed and that's all they know. And you don't even have to teach it to your kids. When they're disappointed or they're frustrated and they're angry, they quickly, they're so impulsive. And that frontal lobe is not developed till mid-20s. So they quickly shift to emotional or survival part of the brain. And so maybe your child is trying to build Legos and it's not working out and they just fall on the floor and they just start crying and maybe even kicking. 
that's because they shifted from their thinking brain to their survival part of the brain. And in that moment, there's very little you can do um, to help the person shift. They just kind of have to go go through the wave of the emotion. What you can do is keep yourself and others safe around them and help them um, stay safe as they ride that emotion. And then when they're out of that survival part of the brain, you can address the issue. Back to the mindset. So if we think of our kids that when they misbehave, they're being mean or rude or just like jerks on purpose, then we will come from the perspective of like, I got to spank that out of them. I got to get that out of them. I can't allow my kid to do that. But if we come from a perspective that if we understand how the brain works and that when your child is misbehaving, there's a reason why. And they're in the emotional part of the brain. Now, it's not an excuse for them to do dangerous or hurtful things. But they need our help as from a mature adult whose brain is fully developed because their thinking brain is not developed till mid-20s. And they can't even access it in the moment when they're emotional. They need our help in the situation instead of forcing them to stop that behavior. Instead, we can come alongside them and be like, hey, oh my goodness, what's going on? I saw that you were building Legos and now you, you know, you're crying and you seem very upset. Can you tell mom what's going on? And sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. They said, oh, it's just not working out. I've been trying. It's not okay. Say, mommy, I need your help. And you're giving them the skills and you're helping them instead of scolding them. And that will help your relationship with them instead of destroy and pull you for apart, further apart from one another. I have this thing that might be really helpful for you. I came across this on internet. So it's like an iceberg. There's a picture of an iceberg and I'm sure you've seen it. So there's a small piece of the iceberg on top and there's so much more underneath. So what we see is our child's behavior. It's the top of the iceberg. And the behaviors we see are things like tantrum, disrespect, talking back, not listening, arguments, fighting with siblings, lying, crying, control, whining, defiance, and aggression. That is the behavior that we see. What we don't see, which is our job as parents to figure out, because we're the mature adults, right? The unmet needs underneath. When the child is feeling sad, cold, tired, lonely, stressed, excluded, vulnerable, feeling hurt, overwhelmed, feeling incapable, not feeling heard, not feeling worthy, they feel hot, angry, hungry, worried, isolated, insecure, frustrated, embarrassed, not feeling seen, not feeling valued, needing attention, feeling misunderstood. Those are the deeper underlying needs when a child misbehaves. So if we come from a perspective, when we see that our child, that's the mindset shift, right? That when they are misbehaving, there's a reason why. They're, if your child is three years old, even if they're 10, they're not going to come to you and say like, you know, mom, I'm going to misbehave today and be nasty and rude and disrespectful or, you know, throw a tantrum because I just feel really overwhelmed or I feel misunderstood. So this is how I'm going to behave today. 
they're not going to do that. They're little kids and you cannot expect a three-year-old or even a 10-year-old whose brain is not fully developed yet to maturely handle a situation. Now you are mature, your brain is fully developed and your job as a parent is to understand this and your job as a, as a parent is to help your child figure out what the deeper issue is. And that is by coming alongside them and not by scolding them. Okay? That's the mindset shift. When my child is misbehaving, when my child is angry or frustrated, when my child is disrespectful or rude or mean, there is a reason why. There is a reason why. And my job is to help them figure out what it is and come alongside them and help them through it instead of scolding them and punishing for it. For it. Um, I can give you an example. Even with um, my oldest son right now, we're working through this on a regular basis because this is my world. I live in this. You know, just because I teach this to my kids, just because I know this information doesn't mean everything is great and perfect. I encounter this all the time, every single day. And we go over this over and over and over again. I feel like hundreds and hundreds of times. And I will continue to do that to, because my job is to train them and to teach them and guide them. And that's what I do as a parent. So my oldest son, he, he's been like, he struggles with when he feels internally yucky, when he is having a rough day, not to project it on other people. Many times, if he's having a hard time, he will take it out on his siblings and just be rude and mean and disrespectful and hurtful and just do things just to annoy his siblings and make them feel worse because he's not feeling good. And if you think about it, we often do that ourselves. When we are overwhelmed, when we are stressed, when we are just angry, Many times we project it on others, maybe not even unintentionally. And what do we need in that moment? We need someone to come alongside us, maybe even give us a hug and say, hey, looks like you're having a hard time. What's going on? Do you want to tell me what's happening? So what was happening with my son is that one of his school friends has been mean to him and saying certain things about him and physically hurting him. And so when my my son comes from school, instead of like coming to mom and be like, hey, mom, I'm having a hard day because my friend did so-and-so. Because that what? That requires a mature brain to do that. They don't do that yet. He will start being rude and mean to his siblings because he's hurting on the inside and he's projecting that hurt on others. And sometimes we do that ourselves. When we're hurting, we hurt others. I know that for me, I can definitely say that if I am angry and frustrated and I'm just pissed off for one reason or another, I often want to hurt other people, say something rude and nasty, say or do physically even hurt somebody who has nothing to do with why I'm frustrated or angry. And 
I can totally understand why my kid does that. Now, again, it's not an excuse for him to do it. It's not okay for him to get away with it. But my job as a parent, my mindset shift, how I think about the situation will have a huge impact on how I react. Because if I see him being mean to his brother and just yell at him and scold him and say, hey, stop it, which sometimes I do. I do need to stop it as a parent and be like, what the heck is your problem? Go to your room. Like, stop being a jerk. You know, get out of here. You know, just suck it up. Be nice. If I come from a perspective like that, or if you continue being mean, you're not going to get this and this and this. You know, you're going to take this and this will be taken away or you're going to get spanked or whatever it might be. If I come from that perspective, what's my mindset shift? My mindset at that moment. My mindset is that he's being a jerk and he needs to be punished. But if my mindset is different, if I see that my child, when they misbehave, when they are disrespectful, when they are aggressive, when they are rude, there's a reason why they are. And as a parent who loves and wants a good relationship with my child, my job is to address that reason and try to find out what it is. Now, life, real life, many times we don't actually have the time for it in the moment, right? Many times life is happening. We don't actually have the time in the moment to deal with it or the energy because it requires mental energy to do that. We are overwhelmed ourselves. We are stressed ourselves. We are hungry. We are tired and we can't deal with it. The thing is, that's life, and we can't always deal with it in the moment. And sometimes we do end up scolding our kids. I do that too sometimes, and just shut their emotion down, shut down whatever they're doing. But what we can do is find a quiet moment later in the day or the next day and come up to our kid and say, hey, you know, I've noticed that yesterday you were really mean to your siblings after school. I've noticed that you were, you know, saying rude and unkind things and being disrespectful. Do you want to tell me what's going on? You know, or, you know, what's up? What's up with that? It's our job to do that. And When you do that, that mindset shift, how you think about it, that your child is struggling and they need your help instead of scolding them and punishing them. When someone does that to another human being, what does that do to the relationship? It completely changes it. You become that person. You become that safe person that your kids can come to when they're having a hard time. You're also teaching them and say, okay, that sounds really rough. Oh, your friend did that to you? Mm, How did that make you feel? Okay. All right. So what do you think we can do next time when that happens? And then you go and you find a solution together. And then what I do with my son specifically we go over this over and over again. I say, it's okay to have hard days. It's okay to struggle. 
you're allowed to be frustrated or angry, but let's not take it out on other people. So if you're having a hard day, can you please tell mom, mom, I'm having a hard day. I'm struggling instead of being rude and nasty to others because we are a team in our family and we want to help each other out. So if you're having a rough day, I want to help you out because we're on the same team. And if another sibling in our family is having a hard time, like I tell them, tell mommy, mom, I'm having a hard moment right now. I'm having a hard day. And I will try to help you through that instead of, you know, scolding them because the kids will not maturely tell you, hey, mom, you know what? This kid said this and that to me, and that made me feel this way. And that's why I'm just being a jerk to everyone in our family. They're not going to say that to you. But giving them the skills to say just, I'm having a hard day. Mom, I'm having a hard day. Actually, my six-year-old, he is doing better than my nine-year-old. Because he will, if he's having a hard day, and he will actually tell me. And he say, Mom, I'm having a hard day. And that is so helpful for me to know that's why he's more whiny. That's why he is not cooperative because he's having a hard time. He's not making it hard for me on purpose. He is struggling internally. Same thing for us. When we are struggling internally, it comes out in our behavior. Let's remember that. Same thing with our kids. So if they are be misbehaving, there's a reason why. And our job as a parent is to come alongside them and help them behave or whatever it might be, you know, whatever they need to do. Help them with it instead of making them do that. What I can tell you is that something I've touched on before in other episodes. If you're struggling internally yourself, if you're always stressed out, overwhelmed, running an empty, you have lots of tension in other relationships in your life, it will be extremely hard to focus on your children's needs because your brain is focused on your needs. So it all starts with us. It's not selfish to take care of yourself. It's not selfish to take some alone time because when we do, we focus on our own needs for that time being and then we can show up for our kids and serve our kids. So if you notice that every day you're just constantly running like a chicken with your head cut off and you don't have a moment for yourself at all, let's reevaluate your schedule. Is there something that can be taken off your plate. More likely than not, it can. And we just overwhelm ourselves. Is there someone you can ask for help with? Because if you're constantly stressed out and overwhelmed, you will not be able to address your kids' needs and even see that perspective. Even if you know the mindset behind it, it will be insanely hard because your brain is focused on your needs first before it will be focused on your children's needs. And if you are just overwhelmed and tired, you will be snappy. You will just scold them. You will just try to stop their behavior. And I still do that at times, not intentionally, but because my brain is just not able to access that mindset and those positive skills because it's focused on my needs, whatever they are in the moment. So I just want to encourage you, taking care of yourself is not selfish. I want you to prioritize that. Do what you need to do to refill your cup. For me, it's getting up early in the morning before my kids. That is the biggest shift that I had to do 
proactively in order to show up in a better way for my kids. And also learning about all this stuff, you know, that also is super important. So walking away from today, what I want you to remember is when a human or a child misbehaves, there's a reason why. They're not doing it on purpose to piss you off or frustrate you. Sometimes it might feel that way, but the reason is, is because they're an emotional part of the brain. They're in their survival part of the brain and something has happened earlier. Someone said something, did something. Maybe it's even you that triggered that and um, their brain went into threat and that's why they're responding that way. And our job as a parent is to come alongside them, stay cool and see it from a perspective that they're struggling and they need our help. And just even remembering this phrase, hey, I see that you're struggling. Do you want to tell me what's going on? I use that phrase a lot with my kids. Maybe that's something helpful for you. If you found this episode helpful, I would love for you to share it with another person, with another mom that might benefit from it. Because I feel like many of us struggle in this area, especially with our children and their emotions and their behaviors. And we just do what we've been doing for many years. And then, and what our parents were doing with us. And if you feel like that's not working out for you and you want a different approach, this might be it. This might be it. So please share this with someone that you think might benefit from it. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so glad you got to listen to this podcast. I would love to invite you to go in the show notes below and click on the link and it will lead you to sign up for a five-day mini course. It will take about 10 minutes a day to go through, but it gives you skills that you can use in the moment when you're feeling so overwhelmed and frustrated. They are practical skills that you can teach yourself so you calm your nervous system down because when your nervous system is calmed down, you're able to respond instead of react to your children and that will affect your relationship with your children in a positive way instead of a negative way. If you have any questions, you can email me. My email is hello at emotionallyhealthylegacy.com or you can also follow me on Instagram, emotionallyhealthylegacy, and you can direct message me there if you have any questions about anything I've talked about today. I'll see you next time.